Hi everybody, this is Cheryl Richardson and it is that time again this week. It's time for Facebook Live and um, I am this time I'm going to um, I'm going to be taking some of your questions sooner rather than later uh, than I typically do when I do a Facebook Live. Um, it's we have a little bit of a storm happening here. We're supposed to get six to twelve inches of snow, another nor'easter, and it turns out, hi Terry, it turns out that um, it's all rain. <laughs> it's all rain. I'm not complaining about that, but it was it's quite different than what we expected. We all canceled our plans only to discover that we didn't have to do that. Um, but it's really windy, and um, because I live in the country, there's a small chance that we might lose power. So I want to just make this as um, helpful to you as I can in the shortest amount of time. Let me take a moment to say hi to some people as we get started here. Hi, Joy. Welcome. And Jessica and Bruja. Welcome. I'm glad you're here. Hi, Joel. Glad you're here. I love you too. Sarah and Gilda and Lori. Welcome. Pam and Teresa. Nice to see you again. Thank you, Rachel. Glad that you're here. And Jeanette and Carol. Um, Let's see. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I love it. Carol says, just make sure you have bread and milk and don't forget the wine. Yeah, wine's at the top of the list, Carol. <laughs> we always keep a few bottles stashed away for our winter storms. Um, hi, Joanne. Good evening from Toronto. And Natalie, welcome. And Pam. Um, hi, Pam. And hi, James. Um, so glad to see you here. I love you too. And I got your beautiful email. Thank you for that. Um, and I know that you're out, um, but you want to thank you for sending some love my way. And Christine, welcome. And Mary, hi, Ryan, glad you're here. And Pia from San Diego, where one of my dear friends lives, and I've been thinking about maybe going out to see her. Hey, Liz and Sabrina and Crassy, welcome from Seattle. And Cindy and Carmel and Holly and Lydia. Is that Donna, my sister? No, I don't think so. Hi, Donna. I have a sister named Donna. Um, Carol. <laughs> Carol says she's glad that wine is at the top of the list. It's so funny. You guys are too funny. Hi, Joanne. You just finished my book. I hope you liked it. And Colleen, welcome. And Gina and Cassia and Paula and Monica. Um, <laughs> hi, Diana. Pia, I got it. You meant to say butterfly. That's okay. That's okay. Thank you, Christine says I love your book. Um, waking up in winter, it had led me to many new experiences. That's great. I'm so glad to hear that. Thank you. Um, yeah. Um, Irina says that she loved to see Debbie's, my friend Debbie's new book. Yeah, Debbie Ford's new book, Your Holiness, um, came out today. It was a manuscript that she had written. It was on her computer, and um, it wouldn't be found until I think a couple of, a year and a half maybe, or two after she passed and it's a really beautiful book. Um, it's so Debbie and when I read the manuscript last year I was I actually felt like she was with me and it was such a wonderful surprise so um, I'm very um, happy that um, um, and so let's just say Irina says I read a passage of her book at one of my retreats and someone asked is her wisdom real as she died from cancer? I know it's judgmental but can you answer so it helps me. Um, is her wisdom real because she died of cancer? Um, I, you know, if somebody, I mean, I understand why somebody might be saying that. 
the reality is we're physical, we're human beings in a physical body. I mean, we're spiritual beings in a physical body. And um, I can tell you that Debbie's wisdom is real. Um, there is no such thing as certainty or controlling life. I've certainly learned that in the last couple of years. So it doesn't mean that um, our wisdom isn't real or valid or important just because we get cancer or we get sick in some way. Um, if anything, I think Debbie became even more wise and poetic and profound because she understood the preciousness of life. There's a whole bunch of P's in that sentence. Um, so yes, her wisdom is real. And, um, and she tried very hard to continue living for quite some time in spite of the cancer. And she lived for a lot longer than I think people expected her to live. And, uh, but it was her time. And you know, as long as we're in human form, we just will never understand each, the spiritual path that each soul here chooses. So in that regard, I remain humble about, um, about the direction that people's lives go in and just really take in the moment what works for me, what resonates with me, and um, bless them. So that's what I would say about that. Um, yeah, Jessica, I'm not, I'm, I'm actually just getting my voice back from laryngitis. I feel fine, but um, I lost my voice. Probably has something to do with grief. You know, grief really causes a lot of, um, you know, I've been sleeping a lot more, just, you know, grieving the loss of my little boy, little poopy. And um, so I feel like because of that, um, my immune system is probably a bit under the weather, if you will, but I feel okay. I just have a, a deeper voice, so I'm telling myself that it looks good. <laughs> Hi, Sandy and Jill. Um, so let's see, what do I want to say to you today? Um, a few things. Um, first, I just want to say thank you to those of you that have posted reviews on Amazon. Um, I see them, and I really appreciate them. Um, it means a lot to me that people, I know we're so busy, we all have things that we're doing and it takes time to go and uh, put up a review and I appreciate that you do that and I and I read all the emails that I get even and I try to respond to a lot of them even um, but I can't always do that. Um, but I'm glad that the book is resonating for so many of you. It's called Waking Up in Winter in Search of What Really Matters at Midlife and um, I'm really, I've learned a lot about what really matters at midlife and I'm, I'm so blessed to have a life that sort of feels more oriented around that now as a result of working, um, editing this journal that I've published. It is a memoir. It's a journal, memoir in journal form. Um, I spent the weekend with Russ Hudson. Russ Hudson is the author of The Wisdom of the Enneagram. He is really the world's, he and Helen Palmer, I would say, are the world's leading sort of wisdom teachers about the Enneagram, which is a personality profile system. It's one that we're going to be using and talking about at the next Self-Care by the Sea retreat, which is happening in May in York, Maine. I wanted to mention it because there's only a few spots left. It's almost sold out. And um, Russ and I hung out together, Russ and me and Michael hung out together for the weekend. And uh, it's always wonderful to be with him. Russ really is a wisdom teacher. He's funny and, and killer smart and beautiful, a beautiful soul, poetic soul. He's a real artist. And um, there was one point where we were talking about beauty. I wanted to just say this to you. 
we were talking about beauty and the importance of beauty. We both really value beauty, as does Michael. It's, it's one of our high values. And I wish I had written down this quote that Russ had said, but we talked about, Russ was talking about some of his teachers, his spiritual teachers, who talked about the fact that we so resonate with beauty, the beauty of a flower, the beauty of an animal, the beauty of nature, the beauty of a sunrise or a sunset or a child's face. Um, we resonate with beauty because it connects us to God. It connects us to the divine. There was some quote that Russ had talked about, um, one of his teachers just saying that um, we need beauty in our lives. We need to be able to behold something beautiful because when we do, it reminds us of the divine nature of the universe. And I loved that. I loved this conversation that we had because I do value beautiful things. Someday I'm going to um, do a Facebook Live where I just show you some of the beautiful things that I keep around me, simple little things. Um, and sometimes it is a flower, like by my kitchen sink I have a little vase of daffodils. They always make me think of my friend John Holland who loves them. And I picked up five or six daffodils and put them by the kitchen sink. So I see them all the time. And, um, and really, when I look at them, I do feel like that is the divine in form. And um, I also, every day, nearly every day, post some beautiful image on Instagram. So if you don't follow me there, please do. My, um, my uh, username on Instagram is Coach on Call. And uh, just the other day, I was walking by my veranda where I have a table and chairs set up, and it's really cold here. I'm in Massachusetts. And I have a little plate that I sometimes put bird seed on so that when, when it's snowy or rainy or windy, I imagine that the birds and the squirrels can come in, uh, come in from, you know, out from under the elements, out from the elements, under the veranda, and just have a little snack. That's what I imagine. And so I, um, I walked by the veranda the other day, and there was a squirrel eating out of the plate, a big old gray squirrel. And he then jumped up on the top part of one of the chairs in the veranda and was just sitting there. And I grabbed my camera, a little digital Sony camera with a great zoom lens on it, and um, I zoomed in and caught a picture of his paw. Just um, He had one paw tucked up underneath him and the other one on the top of the chair. And I zoomed in and got the most extraordinary photo, I think, of this creature's little hand with nails and everything. I mean, it was just beautiful. And so, um, and then I got some great photos of him and I posted it on Instagram so you can see it. I hope you will. Maybe I'll post it on Facebook at some point this week. Um, Every time I look at that photo, I feel infused with divine energy. And that's what I think art does. I think it's what nature does. It's what animals do. It's what, um, it's what we do. We infuse each other with divine energy when we are authentic, when we smile, when we are vulnerable and real with one another when we're touched or moved by someone or something, you know, there's a kind of essence that rises to the surface and we're healed and um, inspired and, um, and moved 
in important ways. And I mention this because, you know, I just think, I think that beauty is so important. I mean, I've, I've probably said it a billion times here before. Beauty is so important. And um, it doesn't get enough credit. And it doesn't, I just, I guess what I want to do is I want to bring your awareness to the fact that having beautiful little things around you, like, like, let me see if I can show you this. Look at this. Can you see this? Oh, you can't because of the light. Let's see if I can do it this way. Hold on one second. Can you see this? Look at these little angels here. I know there's a light on my phone, but these are two little lambs. It's the sweetest little lambs. Can you see them? I hope you can. And um, I keep them on my desk because they're just beautiful. They're sweet and beautiful and loving. And um, every time I look at them, I feel better. I feel like I feel an infusion of energy. Um, or I have, you know, little things like this. This was um, a beautiful, very, very old, carved out of wood, the Divine Mother. See the moon under her feet? Um, this came from um, one of my dear friend's mother who passed away many years ago, who was from um, somewhere somewhere in Europe. And um, I just, I keep this this around me too. It's just a beautiful... I love looking at it. It's so, it's just, it makes me happy. And, and, or, um, this is a wonderful amethyst. See that? Amethyst crystal. Um, these kinds of things, beautiful art, um, a window with a great view can make all the difference in the world. They really can, they can heal us and connect us to what really matters. Um, I don't have a lot of things. I'm actually paring down my things, giving away some of my beautiful things to people that I love and care about, and also to people sometimes, to people I don't know very well, but feel like they'll really appreciate. You know, if I, if I meet somebody at a workshop or whatever, I sometimes bring a few things with me. Um, so sharing beauty, I think, is also really great. So I just wanted to say that to you. Um, I have no doubt that Russ and I will be talking about beauty at the retreat because it's such an important part of our lives. And, um, and it's an important part of, we both identify with type four, the artist and the Enneagram. And so I'm sure we'll be talking about that as well. Um, but I wanted to mention that to you as a little piece of wisdom before I take some of your questions and offer a bit of coaching. Uh, do something to bring more beauty into your life this week whether it's taking a walk and really looking. I mean, I can walk down the streets of New York City and find so many beautiful things. So many, you know, an, a, a, a pair of shoes in a window or um, beautiful fabric in a fabric store or a smiling face of a customer in a restaurant or a window box. Look, begin to just cultivate this awareness of beauty in your life um, and cultivate uh, the importance of that beauty in your life and notice what happens to you when you see something beautiful. Just notice, all right? Okay, so if you have a question, if there's some way that I can support you, I'm gonna do that for the next few minutes here. And um, I also wanna remind you, so let me say this. If you have a question or a way that I can support you, put it in the comments now and I'm gonna go through and look and see. 
And in the meantime, I want you to know that um, the Tapping World Summit is finishing up tonight. There will be a bonus lecture with Ianla Van Zant tomorrow. I love Ianla, and Ianla uses tapping in all of her work. She uses it in her show um, uh, on OWN, you know, Fix Your Life, Ianla. Uh, she uses tapping almost every time she works with people. You don't always see it on camera, but she uses it. It's really important. So she'll be doing a special uh, encore tomorrow. I'll put a link um, in in this um, post as well afterwards. I always put the resources in here so you'll get any books I mention or you'll get the retreat link or you'll get um, a link to the Tapping World Summit. Tonight is the last uh, the last free opportunity and then they've got great bonuses if you want to go ahead and buy the curriculum of the Tapping World Summit which I strongly encourage you to do if you've done tapping and it's worked for you. Get it. It's inexpensive. Study it and um, use it, use all the, all the presentations, have experts doing tapping through them so you'll get an immediate experience, powerful experience of how it works. And, um, and you really can change your life with tapping. I, I promise you that. Some of you have experienced it here, so. All right, let's see. Let's see. Um, thank you. Yeah, Heidi, you saw both Debbie and I in Tampa on 11, 11, 11. Wow, that was uh, pretty auspicious, huh? Um, let's see, Julie, welcome. So I'm just looking through now and I'm gonna see questions. Um, thank you, Joel, put a link to Debbie's book right in there, that's really sweet. Um, thank you to everybody who keeps saying my hair looks pretty. I appreciate you so much. I'm, um, little curling iron does, it goes a long way, I'll tell you. Oh. Thank you, Marie. You and your 20-year-old cat, Saurus, Saurus, are listening um, to you in two hours. The vet will visit us, and I was drawn here to you today because I know that so recently you and Michael went through this with Poupon, so I'm taking comfort in that. Oh, sweetheart, does that mean, Marie, that that you're um, putting him to rest, my darling? Oh, my heart goes out to you, if that's the case. Okay, sorry, I gotta keep it together. <laughs> okay, um, so let's see. I'm gonna put you in my prayer book. Um, yes, turmeric, I live on turmeric. Thank you, Ryan. <laughs> uh, let me see here. Okay, I'm looking for your questions. Um, I'm grieving the loss of my fiance, boyfriend of eight years. He passed in December. I'm having a hard time accepting that he's no longer on this earth. Sweetheart, he just passed in December. All right, you guys are going to get me crying tonight, and I don't want to do that because I have to go someplace after this. And I swear to God, these days, this is what you have to do when you're grieving. You have to bring a little bag of makeup with you and lots of Kleenex. <laughs> because every time I turn around, I'm heading to a meeting and... I think about Poupon and I start crying. Um, so, um, Melanie, you just lost him in December. You know, I lost Poupon in November. And I was just saying to Michael this afternoon, I just can't believe that I'm never gonna see him again. You know, it's part of the grieving process. And so you need to take really good care of yourself. I would really, really encourage you to um, Get some counseling. Some grief counseling can be incredibly helpful. 
Uh, there's um, lots of wonderful books. One of the books that's been helpful to me is called The Grief Recovery Handbook. Um, Terry, we can put that in the resources. Excuse me, The Grief Recovery Handbook. They have one for pet loss, um, but they also have one for people. Uh, there are specific things that you can do that will help you to move through the grieving process. You're only going to accept it, sweetheart, when you're ready to accept it. And so it's so important to just, I say to myself all the time, like this morning, I was going out to the gym early this morning and I walked out the front door and I thought of Poupon for some reason, my little cat. And I just put my hand on my heart and I said, it's all right, sweetheart, we're going to get through this. You're going to miss him and you're going to miss him for a while, but we're going to get through it. Hi, Megan. I see you, Megan. I, I see you, my sister. Um, so Melanie, you're going to get through it. I promise you it's going to get better, but it's early and it's going to take time. And I really, really, really want you to um, get support so that you don't have to go through this alone. Um, and you will get through it, I promise you. Um, oh, thanks. Thanks, Alma. Who says she's reading my book and it seems like you're sharing my own thoughts. You know, I'm so surprised. People have said that to me and I just didn't expect that. Because my book was a journal, I thought, oh, it's going to be so much my story. But I can't tell you how many people are saying that um, they really can relate to, um, they really can relate to the story and I, I just appreciate that so much it means a lot to me um, Doreen wants to know will the retreat in October be the same content as in May no it won't there is a retreat in October but it's going to be different um, so joy my husband and I are now officially empty nesters a transition time in life but we still have our two beautiful Labradors keeping us happy and entertained okay I thought it was a question but you know what animals are great companions in that way aren't they um, yes, Lisa, there is so much beauty in the things that we don't think are beautiful. Like when I think about the day that we had to put, put Poupon to rest, um, having a vet come to the house made all the difference in the world. Um, being able to take my time saying goodbye, both Michael and I, being able to do it in the way that we wanted, being able to talk to him. There was so much beauty in that experience that was so painful. So, um, anyway... Yes, there is beauty in difficult things as well. Let's see. Um, yeah, I, I get that you all appreciate. Um, yes, buy flowers for yourself. Um, yeah, and you know what? I think, Diane, I think you're right. You bring up a good point. She says, I had to go buy flowers for myself because I've been grieving. I've had five deaths in a row. I think beauty like a conscious decision to bring more beauty into our lives is really important during healing times. Like for example, if you're healing from an illness or you're grieving a loss, I think it's really important to intentionally bring more beauty. Um, I have flowers all the time and when I get them, like I look forward to going to the, um, I look forward to going to the, the flower shop to pick them up because I know I'm healed just when I walk into the shop I feel better um, I look forward to going for a walk or to going last week I went to the beach we had a you know the big nor'easter here and the waves were fierce romantically fierce and I just stood at the shore looking out at the beach and I 
I think I posted a picture of that on Instagram too, where I was just so, um, I wanna say gobsmacked. You know, I was just so taken by the beauty of the sea and I felt healed being there, just breathing in the air and, um, and looking at the waves. So yeah, I think it's a smart thing to do when, you know, as a, you know, you take turmeric, vitamin B complex, I saw that on here, somebody mentioning that. You know, we, um, we go to the doctors, we get acupuncture, we do all these different things. And um, I think that a prescription of beauty to help us heal is a really wise prescription. And if I were a doctor or a healing professional, I would absolutely be putting that first on my prescription pad, uh, pad without, a, without a doubt. Yeah, looking at and sensing beauty alters our chemistry. Um, Colleen says, I absolutely agree with you. Oh, I'm so glad. Doreen says, I love the subject matter of beauty in everyday life. Yeah, you know what I consider myself now? I call myself a curator of beauty. That's what I do on Instagram. I, I look for beauty. I kind of curate beauty and share it with people. Um, so let's see. Uh, Dostovsky, yes, beauty will save the world. Amen, sister. Beauty will save the world. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Ursula says, I'm tucked in bed here in Ireland. Was about to have an early night, but screw that. I've got to stay awake for this. I'm kind of sorry to, to step into your sleeping time, sweetheart, but um, I'm glad you're here with us. Okay. Yes. Um, thank you, Kath. Uh, all right, I'm just looking for your questions. And maybe, you know what? Um, what inspires, Nasrat says, what inspires you, I think, to keep writing? Well, habit. I've been writing since I was 12, and um, I just can't not write. <laughs> Even if it's writing an email, you know, I'm, I'm always thinking about how I'm crafting an email. I try not to do that as much so I can get the emails done. But um, writing for me is um, life-saving and it's like breathing a lot of times. And keeping a journal, for example, is what helps me to process. And writing my weekly blog, which is kind of like a journal. If you don't, um, if you don't get it, go to CherylRichardson.com and um, subscribe so that you can get it every week. I like to write... Um, to work things out and then sometimes I like to share some of the things I've worked out from writing so you can actually see how I do it even in my writing. Um, connections, let's see. Yeah, so um, Jilly says, I want to make connections locally. I'm new here. I want to attract people who have been on the path for a while. I need a community that I'm not expected to lead on the journey. Any ideas are welcome. Yeah, I would be looking for, I would say two things about that. First of all, Look for places you can go where people are committed to their health in some way. It could be a gym, but um, I belong to, for example, a local CrossFit gym that's small and has um, a small community of people who join that gym because they're committed to community. And I've met some really wonderful, um, wonderful people there, um, some of whom really are on the path and uh, share this journey with me. And I... Um, find, you know, because they went, they chose a gym that um, was committed to building community, we already had something in common.
going and taking classes, looking at your local adult education classes where, um, or workshops or retreats even where, you know, when people come to my retreats, they always leave with new friends that turn out to be lifelong friends or, I mean, longtime friends. I've been leading for treats for almost, retreats for almost 20 years and I still know people who are still connected to one another who came to retreat, retreats 20 years ago. So any kind of activity that attracts people committed to growth and evolution and healing and their own health um, is a good place, number one. And then number two, I would say, in my experience as a coach, there are always people in the outer perimeter of our lives who are on the path just like we are, just waiting for you to welcome them in. You just need to open your eyes and pay attention and be willing to risk things like inviting someone to lunch that you typically wouldn't invite to lunch so that you give yourselves a chance to get to know each other. And you will be surprised. You know, soul families, I believe that many of us travel lifetimes together. I just do. You know, I've been hanging out with Brian Weiss for 25 years. And um, soul families move in, in similar circles. And a lot of times we just have to invite people in and get to know them to discover that, oh, for crying out loud, you've been in the community and you're part of my soul family and I didn't even know it except for we just had coffee together or we took a bus ride together and I actually struck up a conversation. Um, that's how we get to discover that there are soul family members around us, spiritual change agents just waiting to meet us if we say hello and... Um, and uh, you know, take the time to get to know somebody. That's what you want to do. All right. Let's see a couple more questions, and then um, Megan Watterson, I see you watching, and I just love you. Um, yeah, um, that's good, Jilly. To just when you've got to have a good cry, you got to have a good cry. Um, and oh, vitamin B complex is great support during times of grief and stress, without a doubt. I take it. Yes, Ingrid, I'm so sorry to say that Poupon passed away in November. Yeah, I'm really sorry about that too. It's heartbreaking to me. Um, oh, Marie, I, I'm, um, it's okay for you to bring that up. You know, there's nothing wrong with grief and tears. And I'm, I, I'm, I'm just with you as you um, send your sweet boy who's been with you for 20 years, a wonderful long life. And Take your time, take as long as you need tonight to just be with him before you let him go and um, and know that, uh, uh, just know that he will be with you always, just like Poupon will be. Poupon was a soulmate. He wasn't an animal. He wasn't a pet. He was a soulmate. And I know that he'll be with me always. I'm just, I got to go through this process. And I'm sending you so much love, Marie, really so much love. Um... Okay, let's see. Uh, one more question and then I'm going to go. Okay. All right, I answered that one. How do I use turmeric? <laughs> Is that the question I'm going to... Um, hi, Shelly. I'm glad to see you here. Um, I take turmeric in form, but I also um, drink um, golden milk that has turmeric and... and uh, almond milk and it's really yummy that way too. You can find, uh, if you go online, um, if you go online you can find uh, find a recipe for golden milk that has turmeric in it. Alright, 
So um, as a way to finish up, again, I want to remind you that there's a few spots left in the retreat. I'll give you the link. I want to remind you that beauty is so important, whether you buy yourself, you know, a pair of earrings that you like, or um, you take the time to watch the sunset or the snow. Tonight I was watching the trees waving in the wind. Uh, the other day I watched a red-tailed hawk floating around um, outside my office window. I was actually able to grab a photo of him. It's on Instagram. Um, beauty, beauty, beauty is so important. Uh, it will heal you and it will connect you with God. And it will remind you of the extraordinary divine energy that exists beyond all this craziness that we're experiencing in the world, people. That never goes anywhere. It's always here. All right. Thank you for being with me tonight. Sorry I have to run a little bit early. Um, I've got a meeting that I need to go to, but uh, I'm glad we had this time together. Oh, and by the way, let me just say, I might have a little surprise for you tomorrow, so keep your eyes on Facebook. I might be doing a Facebook Live tomorrow for a few moments to surprise you with something. I'm trying to work it out, so keep, keep, keep checking out. Just keep your eyes on Facebook. Okay. All right, everybody. Thank you for the hearts. Thank you. Thank you. I send you my heart too. Bye.